and welcome to HCS Weekly, your destination for all things HCS. We got news, highlights, per, just behind the scenes, personalities, everything you expect in Halo. We're keeping our fingers on the pulse of the beating heart of Halo. And just so you guys know, I'm the new host, Shyway Alexander Hope. And joining me today from Toronto, Canada, so kicking this off with my hometown. You guys might not know I'm also from Toronto, Canada. This guy is one of the hardest grinders in Halo. You saw his video, Champ One in Doubles. He is grinding Twitch. He's grinding YouTube. He is on the cusp of professional play. And this man stands at six foot eight. He's practically a Spartan himself. Give it up for stress. Welcome him to the channel. How's it going, dude? Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me. <laughs> Yeah, man. Dude, that game was intense. Holy crap. Down to the wire. That last stick, 2v1 situation two to finish it off for champ one. How are you feeling after that, dude? Dude, watching it every single time. I, I love it. I get like I get intense watching it. So it's just crazy gameplay. I love it. <laughs> yeah, man. And thank you for being on today. Thank you for, you know, presenting yourself on the camera too. It's nice to see your face. I know you said you're a little bit tired coming on. How you feeling, man? How's your day going? Yeah, man. Yeah, just been grinding so much. Just so much is going on. I got more stuff planned after this, too. Just nonstop grind. I, I think I streamed for like eight hours today again. So it's just nonstop for me. Damn, <laughs> yeah. Damn dude. Well, we're going to talk about that grind. But I want to start with kind of where it all began. Tell me about yourself, because I know you're also born, raised Toronto. Or were you born in Toronto, or did you come here later? Yeah, and I just actually... want to know, what, why Halo as well? Why Halo? What got you into oh. Halo? Okay, so um, honestly, yeah, it started right from the beginning, right when I could just hold the controller, literally, like, so I guess four or five years old with the N64, I would play, like, games like Zelda and, like, Banjo-Kazooie and just random games like that, and honestly, I didn't start getting into Halo until, like, later on, I guess, with my friend, he had an Xbox, and he, he had Halo 2, and I would just go to his house and play it all the time, so... Um, after that, I kind of wanted my own Xbox, got one in Halo 3, and just started playing from there. Um, so after the grind that, I guess, began Halo 3? Yeah, <laughs> Halo 3 was like when I began my own grind. So I got my Xbox yeah. 360, kind of just grinded out through Halo 3. And I didn't really start competing until Halo Reach. Like, I used to watch it on mm. Twitch or whatever it was, Justin TV at the time. It was crazy. So, but I didn't start... Um, competing until maybe the end of halo reach when i started going to lands and started getting more into that mm -hmm. stuff through um like i guess the what was gt halo at the time you know yeah man honestly gt halo was a big start for all of us not to just do a quick gt halo plug but in case you guys don't know this microsoft <laughs> store tournaments those things were really kicked off by greater toronto halo we had some amazing tournaments and it set kind of a precedent and then they started those you know nationwide halo tournaments at microsoft stores which is actually pretty amazing and i met you there a lot of uh you know oh, yeah. uh, players who were up on on the come up like musa is constantly there as well so it was a great kind of you know i don't know if i want to say breeding grounds but that's where kind of it all began right, right. and i want to talk about that grind man let's talk about the grind because you are currently one of the hardest workers in halo when it comes to streaming and then uploading your vods to youtube you're constantly dedicated oh, yeah. <laughs> and, dude you were so close too i feel like you're on the cusp like of of just professional greatness so when did this this twitch grind really kick off and what was that point where you made the decision where you're going to commit to this 100 percent? like when did that happen and how's it been going so far um honestly i still kind of just do it like as a like a, a big hobby like i'm not like honestly i start i started back in um right when the xbox one came out i got an xbox one got mcc and i noticed that they had a twitch app on the xbox one so i was like oh if i'm just gonna be grinding halo all the time like i was doing back in the 360 
I might as yeah. well just stream it in at the same time. So I have a stream on in the background. I think at the time I didn't even have a, have a webcam, but I think my first couple hundred followers were just strictly from gameplay having my stream on. And yeah. I think I, I kind of feel like it's the same way. I just kind of grind all the time in the morning at night and I just kind of have my stream on in the background. People come and watch and it's, it's pretty cool kind of the community that I've built and just of people who want to grind as well and really positive people as well who have like attracted my channel, which is cool. So yeah, that's just yeah. kind of how it started with me just grinding out on the Twitch app and then kind of seeing that it could get pretty big. So I got, you know, my own computer and all that. <laughs> you kind of hooked on it ever since. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah. And, and that's the thing is like your approach to Halo is something I love as well. Cause I find that when I watch your stream, you always maintain a very positive mindset. Rarely do I see you get tilted. Rarely do I see you making excuses. Instead, I, I feel like you kind of meet these circumstances at face value and find ways to learn from them as well. And on top of that, you have some of the best like positive motivational tweets as well. I want to take a look. I, I took some time to cherry pick some of your tweets. So this, this is one thing is I think you have a great mindset, but the first one here says set bigger goals. We are limitless. And then I've got another one that I pulled, which we're going to bring up it says pushing my limits. I want to exceed. So kind of extending off that first tweet. And then one more, I love this last tweet is that nobody will ever stop me from pursuing my dreams. Following my passion is the path I'm taking. I love that dude. You have this great <laughs> mindset, this great approach to halo. So tell me about that. What, how do you, how do you maintain that mindset? What is, you know, tell me a bit about that approach that you have. Honestly, like what it is, is um, just want like, wanting something really bad and like i kind of always knew i'd like had that drive in me and i didn't really kind of notice it and so i started i kind of ran upon a couple youtube videos just randomly one day just youtube searching and it's just like about learning and like kind of like getting knowledge and stuff so i, I kind of yeah. got really interested in that so i started picking up some books and stuff kind of on that and granted i've like you know hated reading my whole life all through school all through high school right like i've never <laughs> wanted to do it and then like literally last year i started reading i've i think i've crushed like six or seven books oh. right now and like positive mindsets and like it's just crazy what you can kind of accomplish when you like set goals and stuff like that i can go years into talking about that but it's just you know that's kind of where i'm at with reading and that, that i guess that's where my tweets come from just like setting goals and like exceeding my limits and all that stuff do you uh do you meditate at all? I heard you. I think you do something about you said something about meditating on oh, Twitter yeah. as well. So I I didn't yeah. even think that was like a thing. Like I've always heard like meditating and all that stuff, and I always thought it was like bogus or whatever. But honestly, um, just hearing more about it. Th same with things like reading. When people tell you like, oh, reading's so important, but like no one does it, and then you do it, and you're like, holy crap, I should have been doing it. And then it's same yeah. thing with like you hear something like meditating. I like even to now, I was like, oh, I'm meditating like. <laughs> why would I do that? It's not important, but like honestly clearing your mind and really just, if you look into meditating, it's really good. And just thinking it really helps with like day-to-day -day things mm -hmm. on like, I guess a lot of people are stressed or I see a lot of depression tweets and like just crazy stuff going on. But like, if you yeah. just take the time, like 10, 15 minutes out of your day, just to like meditate, clear your mind, like kind of just, you know, just think about nothing and <laughs> it could help with a lot of things that you don't know.
Yeah, I, I think that's so huge. It's huge for your Halo grind, you know, staying motivated, keeping on that grind and, and kind of refreshing your mind every time you come back and making sure you're always learning and being productive. But what's crazy about that is how important that is for life overall, right? Like, it's, it's crazy how I find that video games can kind of teach me life lessons. Like, the processes that you're going through grinding this game and improving is exactly how you want to combat life as well. And kind of having a specific actionable goal, like a passion, what is it that you want to achieve and defining that for yourself and the next part is just going on that road that journey getting there you know what you want you know where to steer the ship and it's just about having that motivation staying on the grind so i think that that idea of goal setting that mindset Dude, that's everything. That's like how you succeed in Halo. That's how you succeed in what I'm trying to do with HCS Weekly. That's exactly, how you succeed man. in life. It's 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 just believing in your ability to hit that goal and having that goal for yourself, that passion, you know, letting it drive you forward. So I love that you have that mindset, dude. Keep on it. And I think, you know, I hope that it inspires other people to keep up with it too, especially in not that I want to say the dark times that we're going through with Halo, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's kind of a, a lower point with Halo. We need as much positivity and, and you know, strong mindset, you know, willpower. As, as we can have right now, right? Um, and that is something I want to talk about as well, because Halo 5, we know, has received a ton of flack. It's got you know, all these movement abilities, it's got sprint, it's got advanced movement, right? So what do you think of Halo 5 competitive play and its balance, uh, despite what everybody else is saying? Honestly, like... It's really good. I, I like. I, I find it like fast movement pace is like. It's kind of how like my brain's kind of function to go now. It's like really fast soaring, uh, using those abilities like thrust and sprint. It's just going quickly and moving fast. It's like what kind of games I see now, like Call of Duty or like Overwatch or some other games like that. They're just kind of quickly moving. Um, granted, I do like the older Halo styles. Like I go back, I think there's been a couple Halo 3 tournaments that I've been competing in. I feel like it's really yeah. fun to play those games. I go back and it's definitely a different style with more slow paced. And, um, you know, it's, it's it's like a different style of Halo, but it's still, both are kind of just get used to, you know, I feel like if you're on the battlefield and you have an opponent on the battlefield, it's always going to be like a 50-50 no matter what it is. So in Halo 4, exactly, yeah. for example, uh, people were complaining about D-Scope. And for one, I don't like D-Scope. I'm not, you know, agreeing with this. But I'm just saying as an example, you know, if you can hold the sniper in and shoot someone and not get D-Scoped, they can do the same thing to you. Or like, granted, if someone's shooting you and you want to get away one shot, you can do that because you can sprint away. Or if someone, if you're doing that, it's annoying because they can do it. So it's just like, it's always an even battlefield no matter what it is. So instead of kind of just complaining, I'd say like, just adapt to whatever the settings are with the game and how it flows and just get good at it, you know? Yeah, yeah, in most circumstances, kind of I agree. Way. Right, in, right. In Halo, in Halo Four, though, we know, and with Halo Reach, the armor abilities did separate that even playing field, which was one of the exactly. annoying factors. Was like, I could have Promethean Vision, the other guy has a jetpack, and it's not exactly even anymore because <laughs> they have different options because of it. But in Halo Five, right, it right, right. is even, right? It's like every action there's a reaction. You're you both have the exact same tools at your disposal. If you mess up, it's because you didn't use your tools as well as he used his tools, right? It's not yeah, because exactly. this game's not fair. Or it's not balanced necessarily. It seems to be. More right, so right. about your ability to to master the mechanics and how to use them in certain situations and how you make those decisions in those critical moments. But you are it's, it's like a 50-50 setup. Um, as long as you can right. you know acclimate like adapt to that system, then you mm -hmm. you know you can conquer in that game as well. And I think Halo Five, when you do get into it, it is fast paced, but it's a lot of fun. And I did play some classic Halo Two, and I, I agree mm -hmm. strategically. 
uh, classic Halo is great, and it's just the core mechanics of the game are so solid, and the shooting is so solid, and it's so important to have an amazing shot in classic Halo too, because of the right. fact that it's such a fundamental mechanic. Um, but going back to Halo, now that you're used to fast pace, it's kind of hard to move slow. You know what I mean? You want to make fast decisions. You want to be able to traverse the map really quickly. So yeah, I'm curious. I'm wondering what they're going to do because they're going to have to speed up from Halo 3. There's no way they're going to go back to that speed exactly. Right, exactly. But maybe there's a middle ground. Um, as long as they keep that even playing field, I think there's some potential for success, though. So no more, uh, you know, different right. competitive abilities. settings, no like armor ability, weird stuff. Just, sorry, competitive settings, even playing field, you know, whether there be sprint yeah. or whether there be whatever it is, you know, just like yeah. kind of adapt and just, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. like yeah. certain yeah. maps do work pretty good with, you know, with what like the clambering and stuff with you can get to different heights yeah. and all that stuff. So it's good. To have it's interesting. Things so... like that. I, I've noticed that even asymmetrical maps kind of work really well with Halo 2. Like Plaza is one of my favorite maps. It's not symmetrical. And recently when we had uh, on the, the first episode of the show with Ryan Noob and Spartan, they were talking about all the different maps and they, they didn't like a lot of them, but they actually said Echelon Ball was a lot of fun. And Echelon Ball is in no way symmetrical. It's, it's a, you know, it's a very odd map, but it works for Halo 5, you know? So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, exactly. That with the mechanics, they kind of do create a different situation for the game that ends up being fun. Um, and speaking about gameplay and you know mastering mechanics and everything, I would love to take a look at your controller. So this is something I want to do for every single one of All my right. HCS weekly uh, episodes. It's, it's the controller time. It's I get to know what it's like to be in stresses situation. What's the controller? What's the <laughs> settings that you're rolling with? Let's find out. So show you can show it to us on stream. All right, so this is my controller that I'm rocking. I actually just got this recently, so it's the scuff, Sick. the regular scuff controller. Um, just wait, how I did you get it? All the colors. Aren't they sold oh, so out? You just go to the. Um, they were sold out, but this is the thing. I ordered, I ordered it like a month ago, and it just uh, got in like that week. So everyone's like, "Oh, they're sold out." They're sold. But you know, I ordered it a recently, like a month ago. Yeah, yeah I got. I guess yeah. I got lucky with one of the last ones. So there's that. I actually only use two paddles at the back on the uh, oh, right okay. side, and that's for my thrust and my grenade switching. So instead of taking my thumb off the left paddle for grenade switching, I use the paddle. And instead of taking my thumb off the right thumbstick for thrust, I use the other paddle. So right. that's just the two so, paddles. And yeah. So when you're hitting the Y button to switch weapons, uh, things like that, are uh, you flying? What are you doing? So I'm holding, uh, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> uh wait, wait 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 yeah so i'm holding the control like this most of the time so i'm not clawing yeah. and i'll just be holding it um to Damn, press so the buttons, hit those I'll buttons with your thumb. yeah so I'll, I'll just go really quick with the, with my thumb um but if i'm running yeah. the flag or something i have to do quickly i will claw really oh, okay, quick okay. and switch and then go back uh -huh. but it's not like i'm holding my my controller like that all the time like i see some players i can't do that i just yeah. uh i hold it regularly just play like I'm playing normally because I got my my paddles, and then yeah. when I need to, if I'm like thrusting, I just go quickly, do what I got to do, and then go back. That's that's actually pretty crazy, man. Because you're you're pretty fast at playing, and you're not clawing most of the time. So maybe it's yeah. those, those big thumbs, man. You got those big. Are you yeah, are you six honestly, foot eight? Actually, I kind of took yeah, a guess on the. the... I, I actually am, man. Six foot eight. You got to like that <laughs> on. I thought you knew that. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, I thought man. it might be that or six nine. But yeah, dude, then you must be, you know, those long thumbs. You can you can hit those buttons nice and quick. It works, but, uh, <laughs> makes sense. And then you have weapon switch or not weapon switch, uh, grenade switch as a paddle as well, yeah. which I've heard a lot of people have been trying to do as well. If you have 
paddle real estate grenade switch isn't a bad option in a clutch situation especially like empire blue and red sneaky that is like the hottest stick spot on empire the moment you pick up that nade and switch it over and land the stick so having that button is pretty convenient i like that yeah 100%, but yeah, so, yeah i agree <laughs> Yeah, man. So I love that. That's what I, I want to do. I want to be able to see everybody's controllers, just kind of, kind of get a sense of what their setup is like and and kind of compare that with my own. And <laughs> I'm constantly learning here too. Um, yeah, yeah. So you're, of course, you're a competitor. And like I was saying, you're kind of on that that cusp. You're almost in that, that level of pro play, but you're kind of not quite, you're just like reaching the surface, right? Because let's talk about HCS London, where you went to HCS London, which I'd love to know how that goes. And you placed in top 16. So you're, you're getting there. Yeah. You're so close. Um, and so how was that? How close do you feel like you are to a breakthrough as a, as a competitive player? And, and how are things with your team, the experience traveling? Have you ever been to London? Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, London, honestly, the whole experience was crazy. Um, I like never expected to go to England for a tournament, but it finally happened. They made it open. So we went and it was awesome. Yeah, like you said, um, we ended up making champ bracket through open. And um, nice. through there, we had to play the number one Australian team, which was um, Atletico. And they've been, like, doing pretty well throughout the HCS season. So we were like, you know, like, this is going to be a good matchup. And we ended up bringing it to uh, game five. And they were up most Damn. of the game five. And we came back and won by, like, a couple kills. And, yeah, clutched the top 16. So Damn. I thought we could have won for top 12 as well. We were, had really close games against uh, another European team. But, you know, so we'll just, like like you said, keep grinding for the next tournament. I'm just going to keep on my grind <laughs> so are you still with that squad what was the squad that you were with so actually it was um myself apmh slinky and it was supposed to be in reality but if you knew about mm. well, i mean i'm sure you heard about all the hurricane stuff that was happening a couple weeks ago right, when hs um, london was happening yeah and um in reality it ended up making it so Damn. luckily there was a player at london who was there to coach but he was also a competitor <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah he was a competitor he, he played at uh nola he i think he got third in the free-for-all at nola so we were like okay wow. great pickup for us to um you know he kind of knows the game the only thing we were right. worried about was um his hand was in a cast because that's why he <laughs> was actually at the event to coach <laughs> okay um, and he played with a cast on and you guys got top 16 right well he took it off during the matches but yeah between matches he would have it on and all that because he had sprained it um a month right. prior after buying his plane ticket to london he didn't want to just not go. So like I said, he came to coach, but he was like, okay, I guess I can try taking off my cast and playing with you guys. You know, I know I'm a decent player. So hopefully my thumb works like, you know, decently. And, you know, there you go. He said it was, you know, doing all right. And, you know, we ended up clutching up for some good games. So, so, so shout it's out to Casos. Yeah, just a ragtag band of 70 <laughs> pro players getting together last minute and still pulling off top 16. So that actually speaks yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, levels right there. That's actually pretty crazy that you're able to accomplish yeah, that much with the small window of time that you had. I'd love to see you grinding with a dedicated <laughs> squad. See how that goes yeah, as well, man. A hundred percent, man. That's awesome. So, I mean, we have Atlanta coming up. That's that's the next big thing. Are you going to be competing, by the way, in the, uh, the Halo 3 2v2? We got a big UGC Halo 3 2v2. Let's let's take a second to plug that. I know you guys got the graphics somewhere in the background. We'll see if they toss that up. But there we go. Halo 3 2v2, hey. 10K 2v2 coming up by UGC Esports. You guys definitely want to check that out. We're going back to 2008. We're going back to what people would say is the glory days of Halo, which have you seen, by the way, have you seen that Esports uh, by the score esports that video on the rise and fall of halo esports oh yeah the one that colton made yeah yes i did yeah. actually the only 
edited that and threw it together, threw it on Twitter, and I actually checked that out the other day. Um, I yeah. watched like snippets of it, and it's like unreal the amount of like nostalgia with oh all the God. tournaments and what's happened so far with Halo and the the comeback with it. It's like crazy. <laughs> it, all the it's tournaments insane. that are happening now. Yeah, uh, and it makes so much sense. I mean, not to I'm creating a huge tangent here that I didn't plan on, but but when they were talking about Halo Three landing and hitting 14 million copies, over 14 million copies sold, and it was like that was the true peak of Halo, but it was a product of its time too, right? Like there was nothing else in the market. It was Halo in North America, and that was like it, right? It ruled the game. Yeah, right, yeah. And then when Reach came out, Reach, you know, was a good game, but it had those those mistakes, those issues, and unfortunately, 2010 was the year of League of Legends. League of Legends and you know all the other big mm -hmm. esports titles have started to come out around that and just completely take over. So the time that they made their mistake was the most crucial time to be you know making mistakes to to become quickly irrelevant, right? Because so many other big games were entering the space. So it's interesting, but I like that they had the light at the end of the tunnel. Halo Five showcasing some potential, <laughs> yeah. and then the uh, the run through of all the championships. I kind of teared up on the run through of dude, that like that epic nice. <laughs> dude. It was so sick, and it, it gets more Check hype. It out, yeah. 2017 2018 like the fire on the stage like they keep upgrading things and you know i've got high hopes for the future of this franchise so hopefully it only gets better with halo infinite and hopefully there's stuff to come after atlanta because i've been hearing some things about whether or not it's over after atlanta um, exactly yeah yeah like so, I, I don't think i'll be competing the halo 3 but um you know right. we'll see what happens with the fours like um i don't not to say i'm like I, I feel like i've been playing some of the mcc like i said with the tournaments that have been happening i'm doing very well with it but uh i'm not too sure if i can compete in both i'm not too sure how that works yet um right, right, but right. you know so i think i'm just going to decide on the halo 5 fours because it just like you said, I just came off that top 16 on London. I want to keep improving and, like you said, keep trying to break through. So um, trying to get to that next level, next level each time. So, you know, I think I'm just going to focus on the fours and ATL and see how that goes. Yeah, man, I, I would do that too. Like this, this, yeah. we don't know where it's going, but this could be the, the next, you know, the, the last big event for Halo 5 to really showcase what you got. So I hope to see you there. I hope to be there too. Uh, and you know, I hope to see you on that improvement grind, man. We're I'll be getting on the stream too, and hopefully we can run some games together oh, as dude, well. For and sure. <laughs> and because I, I want to talk about connecting with you as an individual, as well as a personality in Twitch and YouTube. Some of you guys in the chat might not know that there are a couple other ways to connect with Stress and to learn from Stress. This guy is hosting private sessions as well. Stress, tell me about these private Halo sessions that you're hosting. You're teaching people to play the game and and how they can you know improve their play and get to know you at the same time. Yeah, I'm kind of just like seeing that a lot of people are always asking for tips in my chat or videos they can watch and I kind of or if they can like, you know, even play with me um, and I, I feel like I can benefit more rather than just like playing on stream and just grinding through games, but like actually talking to the person and like seeing what their right. strengths and weaknesses are and like going on maps and like going over things and kind of taking advantage of like what I guess what old pros used to do back in the day and do kind of like lessons. I kind of yes. want to be one of those people that are bringing those things back. Like, you know, I, I'm like, so it's kind of like I'm offering lessons if you guys want to get like insight on like maps, um, kind of like how to get better as a player, how to kind of get in that competitive scene, how to like get teammates. People are always, always asking me like how to get teammates or people to play with. It's just like all, all that stuff. I just talk to the people or, you know, just people one-on-one -on -one and it's just like, I feel like it's just more beneficial than on stream and yeah so yeah just you know people have been hitting me up on twitter i'm uh, messaging me like dming me and just trying to get some one-on-one -on -one time so yeah i've been helping out a lot of people recently <laughs> 
Yeah, man. No, I love that approach. I think that's one of the best ways to help grow our community because there's so many people who are looking to learn and, and giving that actual personal touch and having that dedicated session with them is awesome. So that means that you can carry me in some arena games. You can talk about how we're doing uh, after a few games to see how it's going. I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. But 100%. yeah, man, that's that's an amazing initiative. So guys, check out Stress and not just for his channel, but like his, you know, not just to watch his channel, you got an opportunity to do some private sessions with him as well and, and to learn and actually advance your game in a one-on-one -on -one session. So amazing opportunity there with Stress. Um, and and that kind of brings us to our, our final shout outs here, man. Where can they find you? On, on Twitter, on Twitch? What, what would you like to shout out um, if there's any other pro players or anybody else? As well? um, any like social media, I guess, just like my Twitter, Twitch and YouTube is all just like you can just search and stress and it'll come up. Um, I mean, like stress yeah. JS on Twitter. I mean, see, see it there on the overlay, but I'm mostly been grinding my Twitch and my YouTube a lot. I've been mostly getting into YouTube and like up, like you said, uploading my gameplays that I've been doing and just like vlogs of the tournaments I've been going to. So nice. a lot of good content, I feel like, is on my YouTube channel and it's just like I'm producing more and more as like halo infinites on the rise so i want to be one of those like big content creators for like the halo scene yeah man you and me both and by the way guys look up stress yeah. halo on youtube stress halo is yeah, guaranteed yeah. to get you if you do stress by itself i find it harder but i've looked at yeah, it a few no, times I've not yet stress <laughs> yeah. halo one day. Stress Halo is the, is the best. Yeah. <laughs> one day, man. Yeah, but stress is like a whole other thing. Right? <laughs> it's like anxiety comes up. I'm like, no, not yeah. this stuff. <laughs> Are you feeling stressed? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But, man, yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on, dude. I'm so glad I got to actually see your face and have a conversation 100%. with you. And like I said, you are one of the biggest grinders, dude. I hope to see you stay on this grind. I hope to see you as one of the biggest players in Halo Infinite when that comes out. I think you have that potential. You're one of the big guys on the come up. You're from Toronto, Canada. Hopefully yeah, I can get Musa on here as well. And we can rep all of uh, all the homeboys from Toronto. <laughs> yeah, big man. That would 100%. be awesome. Making... Yeah, man. So thank you so much for coming on the show. No we'll problem, Shyway. Yep. So just before some closing remarks, we decided to add a couple extra little news pieces here. Now, normally what we would have is try to you know throw in a second interview, but in this these last minute times, guys, I decided to throw in some extra news instead. There's two things I want to talk about. The first one is something you guys have been talking to me about in my YouTube comments, and that is that Frosty is apparently leaving Halo 5 after HCS Atlanta. There's a post right here. Hopefully we can find a way to drop the actual link to the article in the chat. But if you check out that link, you'll see that Frosty is thinking of switching over to Call of Duty after HCS Atlanta. And I think the reason for that, from what I can tell so far, is mainly because he's not sure if anything is happening after HCS, HCS Atlanta. There is no announcement yet whatsoever as to whether or not there's going to be another Halo 5 tournament, whether they're going back to classic Halo. And because of that lack of information, it would make sense for him to go over to Call of Duty if that's the case. Unfortunately, if there's no competitive tournaments for Halo 5 after Atlanta, I don't know why most people wouldn't go over to Call of Duty. So hopefully we only have good news following HCS Atlanta and hopefully we can hold on to Frosty there a little bit longer because he is clearly one of the best players in the world right now. And I, I love the man's gameplay. And I know Shotzi was considering the same thing as well. He said something about when he turns 18, he would switch over to Call of Duty as well. So I think it really all depends on the tournaments that are available for Halo 5, the size of the community as we continue to grow moving onwards into Halo Infinite. I guarantee these guys love Halo. It's just about whether or not Halo is there for them to compete in and actually make money in. So that makes complete sense. And then one other news piece that we want to touch on is something that happened recently. Saiyan actually went out and on behalf of the BTB players, uh, the big team battle community, he said that 
maybe we should update or somehow bring back the B, uh, the BR. So you can see, hey, Unishek, we have some BTV people looking to share this with you. And if you haven't already seen it, I think it's worth your read. So it sent them to an article that talks about how the original Halo 5 BR was so much better for Warzone. It just felt so much better. They can land kills more effectively. What do you guys think of the BR post-patch? Because personally, I think the BR is kind of useless and insignificant now. Nobody really picks it up. They pick it up so they can YY. They don't really use it. It's ultimately just not fun to use. And I think that's the biggest thing in the end of the day is having a BR that is fun to use. It's such an iconic weapon in Halo. And if that means that we have to reset it to the original BR, I'm not sure how it would play out. I understand it's a very powerful weapon, but it felt amazing to use the original Halo 5 BR, regardless of you know how powerful it was. But let's you know see what's possible. It seemed like Unishek was open to possibly making some changes. I'm hoping I can in a future episode bring Unishek on and we can talk about what's left in you know as far as resources go to update Halo 5 and change Halo 5 and talk about what might be the next best thing to do with some of the weapons, just like the BR. So I think there's a lot that could be touched on there. And hopefully I can grab Unishek and we can find a way to, to continue to update Halo 5 and keep it fresh. Because I love that weapon and it is so freaking insignificant right now. It's frustrating. I'm sure you guys are frustrated about it too. But that's all the news I wanted to cover for today. We had stress on. Once again, guys, make sure to follow stress on YouTube and Twitch. And this is your HCS Weekly, hosted by myself, Shy Way, bringing up all the news and everything you guys care about in HCS. And I'll see you guys next time. Have a good night.